Willkommen, willkommen. Also um, German, but willkommen aus part-time alcoholics. Booze without the bullshit. And today, probably without the booze. Unless we're doing a role reversal, but I don't think so. Yeah, it is a role reversal because I have wine now. Are you yes. out? Yes. Oh no, definitely, definitely. <sighs> The cabinet is bare. How, Sway? You had a full cabinet last week. I had like two bottles last week. Okay, fair well, actually, I had, like, actually, I think I had like four, but that was last week. And also, like chat roulette, chat roulette happened. So, like, you know, mad things happened anyway. Welcome to Part-Time Alcoholics, um, where we do what it does and we does what it do. We're joined by myself, the Suburban Papa Action, a.k.a. Ban Ki-Moon, <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> the Tax <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, a.k.a. your girl's favorite feeding scheme, apparently. <laughs> oh, oh, we're going to circle around to that. Oh, woo, guys! Again, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I am joined by my partners in all types of criminal activities and a couple of legal ones too. You're joined by Le Grand Bay, your Please. favorite plant-based snack, aka Six Foot Delicious, aka I be dunking on you, aka Coke in the clutch. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Hey, and uh, DIY Daddy, aka that's the that's my only. No, AKA. you know your name. My, fam. No, 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 that's my name, only fam. AKA. No, you AKA, know you AKA, AKA, I'm into two girls at my house with the weekend. <laughs> AKA, <laughs> AKA Maloom. What two clap? Yeah, yeah, boy. Maloom <laughs> to handle. You know, <laughs> Yulisa, this, this fool, foolish friend of mine, he wants me in, to chase girls out of my house using the weekend instead of bringing them through using the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> just tell fam, you heard the words wow. to the song. You know what wow. he's saying. He's just saying, how you have the nerve to sleep oh, in my good. house. But he's saying it so, so beautifully. Just like, mm-hmm. hey girl, why don't you get the fuck out of my house and never see your class back here? Guys, that's some beautiful shit, fam. Yeah. You know when you can say some toxic shit to a woman, but like, in a croon? Mm-hmm. In, in like, what, in like a falsetto? That's, wow. when, you, that's when you've reached the level, bro. Someone, someone gonna... hurt the weekend, bro. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it? Um, what's well, who is who is he dating? Uh, Bella Hadid. Yeah. No, but you see, this one, I think there was a groupie who slept at his house. I think he might have child of five, and then the five stayed over, and then he was like, "Ah, why are you sleeping over?" <laughs> but so isn't this to... why Michael Jackson made Billie Jean? Exactly. <laughs> Literally, that whole song is saying, "Nah, bitch, that child ain't mine." 
<laughs> like that's not my baby. He's like no. <laughs> and apparently Michael Jackson be fucking like Mate. with the hoes though. Mate. Oh, oh who is that? That needed, that that needed clarity because like. <laughs> Yes, yes, we all, we, we all know the stigma. Guys, Michael Jackson's not guilty. I think he fucked the boys. I, I, I think he's not guilty, fam. Yeah, I think he did it. Like, they, they took him to court twice. Well, OJ, OJ was free. Yeah, but then the second time they took OJ to court, they caught him. For what armed robbery or some shit? It wasn't for what he actually. Doesn't matter, fam. Like, it's that thing, fam. You you can you can escape one, but like try your luck twice, and they're gonna get you for something. Who we need to take to court is whoever signed Woody Allen's um, uh, marriage license. Mate, that guy married his daughter, dog. Maze, that was awkward. You know, look, he's got a problem. Okay, we can establish he's he's got a problem marrying his daughter. But who was the guy signing the marriage certificates? Like, oh, isn't this your daughter? All right, bro. Fitting come play ball. Who was the guy who who said, oh, I don't even have to change the surname? (laughs) (laughs) Change surname. But isn't it that uh, in in some states in America that shit is that shit is fine? It's allowed. It's part of the law, like Alabama and some shit. I know you're gonna have to run that by me again. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> like you, know what you can marry your your cousin. Slavery was allowed by the law at some point. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, like but I'm saying, like right now, like as we speak in in some states in America. Incest is not is not illegal, or marrying your your relative is not illegal. Guys, guys. how have we circled back here? To <laughs> incest, like we're back. <laughs> someone's gonna start like someone's gonna start looking at us and being like, "Y'all talk about incest or not? What are you trying to hide?" <laughs> but anyway, also today we have a big episode. And because we are not reviewing, we can just fill it with with excitement. A lot has been going on, chaps. A lot has been going on. And let me tell you, I'm very excited. <laughs> of course you are. I'm very excited. It's been it's been a messy couple of days. Oh, okay. Get into mm. it. Um okay, we'll start with with with, with what kicked all of this mess off. Um Jada joined Savage Season. <laughs> Jada said, you know what? You know what? I'm officially, I'm, I'm counting, I'm, I'm, I'm a new member of Team Snack. Let's go. Let's, 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 let's join the roads. That's a new pickup line. You ask a girl, yo, let's get entangled. Mate. Mate. They know exactly was- what's happening. That was also, that was the wildest thing to me, bro. Like, just because I love how um, you can't, to whoever's listening, you can't possibly not know this. But if you did not, Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's delicious husband, 
um, recently. Well, oh, you went hard on that delicious, didn't you? No, she is. She is very tasty, fam. Like, oh, look at get it. And now that I don't smell for entanglement. Oh, you said Jada Jada Smith's delicious husband. Oh, did I say delicious husband? Well, I mean, <laughs> listen, listen, people enjoy Will. Anyway, she, a few weeks ago, August Alcina came out and he said, Ayo, I was knocking that down. And in fact, <laughs> we're in love. <laughs> so I, <laughs> and he was like, yo, we're in love. That's my baby. I was so heartbroken when we broke up. Jada came on to the screen and in a beautiful, just in like, you know, textbook savage season move, she said, nah, fam, I don't know about this love thing. She <laughs> 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 said, we were entangled, bro. Like, that's that. So, the best bit, yo, Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith is a stone cold killer. She goes on her own platform drags her own husband on this platform and with a straight face. She's like, yeah, nigga. I was in a relationship with him. Uh, my nigga, that's a stone cold killer. That's, that's a real ass nigga. That's what I'm saying, fam. That, that lady should join Savage Season. Her in future, same WhatsApp group. Yeah, same WhatsApp group, yeah. Oh, shit. Scotty Pippen's wife is hot though, right? Yo, she's a baddie. Yo, I mean, she is. Also, I mean, Future is, mate, Future is the king of that shit, though. Like, he has run through everybody. And he doesn't like condoms, bro. <laughs> How do you know this? Because that dude got like seven babies by like seven different women and counting. <laughs> Like, Future is, and, like, they're all within a very similar age range. It's not like one is 37, bro. Like, they're all between, like, zero and seven. Yes. Like, <laughs> just... Yo, I also don't understand how, as a celebrity, you are hitting it wrong, bro. That just seems dangerous. Well, but anyway. you would have been doing that, right? Bro. Uh, I, that's some scary shit. But the thing I wanted to ask about, specifically about this Will and Jada thing, because for me, the crazy part of the story is that August was Jaden's friend. Babe, <laughs> <laughs> what does Jaden need to do now? What is Jaden's next move? <laughs> he, he has to fight uh, August. You yes. have to do Absolutely. He's got to be like, listen, showdown. Have you, you seen how skinny that guy is? He can't, he's not going to even win that fight. But I think, I think you're right. He might just have to fight anyway. He's got to put fluoride in, in August water, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's to fight dirty, though. Because <laughs> apparently, like... This nigga August would be at the house and come down for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> After babsing your mom, do uh, <laughs> we have also, to fight? Like, but, so you got to be angry at moms as well. They're like, come on, moms. What we'll are you do doing with moms later. 
I I have to as my friend. I have to fight you, from. We gotta like. Score. Actually, I'm gonna shoot you, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, mate. And especially seeing how 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 now your dad is a Popeye on public platforms. Now your dad is a new. Yo, 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 yo. Father, it's just like getting knocked out in front of your son. You get into a fight, be like, son, this is how you fight, and then you get lights out. Your son watches you get knocked out. How are you gonna respect dad? I like if you watch that roundtable interview, and she says that, yeah, yeah, I remember, and then quite a few times before those you also hurt me and he's like yeah yeah i know about those i want to know what those few times are i need more details over this thing this I, thing is juicy what's not fuck margot robbie though we all know this that's yeah that's the rumor but like the thing is and the reason will still win the argument is because he kept his holes in check <laughs> <laughs> i think that was the agreement between the two of them they were like listen it's not because you know there've been rumors about them being in an open marriage for a while. So yeah, it's like, yo, know, mm, so it's like, yo, bust down whatever you need to bust down, but don't get, don't let it get into the public realm, dude. But dude got proper feelings, like to to just bust out like that and surprise everybody. Yo, I love would love stories here. Yes, yes. this guy said I love. love and then she said, no, you're just an entanglement. <laughs> also, like, guys, but guys yo, yo, you called this at the beginning of the year. If you go to the beginning podcast, you said 2020, this is the year of toxic women. We saw Jessica, we saw Jessica Batten. Then who was also, we saw Carol Baskin. Who else did you see me? We saw Chiefs getting clapped on Temptation Island. Oh, shit. Island. <laughs> you called this thing a long time. You said 2020. This is the year of the toxic woman. Yo, guys. And they are, they're, they're out there. They're wilding. Yeah. Shout outs to women claiming their femininity and shit. Also, people are on Jada. It's like, how could you cheat on Will? Yeah, but you don't know the conditions of their separation. Is, is it cheating? If you're separated? Yes. But if it's like, okay, we're separated, we're doing our own thing, you can see other, we can all see other people. Is, is this it cheating? If that nigga comes into my house, it's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> That's with the line, if the line is my front door. Outside of my front door, I cool, we had whatever agreement. When that nigga comes for breakfast in my house, Nah, fam. Bam. That, that house is so home. big. It's, that house is so big. It's like Jurassic World. Mate. Obvious you're not going to see each other for weeks. You can sneak niggas in yeah. easy. That house Mate. is Jurassic World, dog. Mate, don't sneak niggas into my house. You are rich enough <laughs> to afford the Airbnb. <laughs> Go to the Airbnb. How about the now this nigga's busy making my kids scramble day. <laughs> <laughs> now you, you're smelling August. You're smelling August and you're like, I recognize the smell. Not realizing yeah. it's your own wife's coochie that you're smelling on this guy. Um, this guy, you come downstairs, this guy's wearing your bathrobe. 
But I think the worst part is she made him a Popeye on a public platform. Yeah, she really did. Like, don't don't bring me to no motherfucking round table to tell me about entanglements. (laughs) That's the shit that makes me laugh. And it looks like that they didn't they didn't like rehearse it anything. Like, literally, Will found out live while we all saw him find out. No, but he did say in the thing that like it had happened like four years ago, and they both had like cleared through it. But I don't think he had heard entanglement before. But then why you you look like you looked hurt? You looked like hurt. But if you knew this four years ago, how are you looking hurt like this? Because niggas is roasting him. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you see that like uh, Twitter interaction Will and Fifty had? We we're fifty like straight of the is like, yo, are you good? And he was like, Yeah, I'm good. And he's like, fab, I wanna live that shit Yo I did not see that. Also, why so is he's even checking on Will like yo my G, you good? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Will is Will is tight cause the streets now know his business. He thought this was gonna be kept quiet. <laughs> yes, and it took half a day for, to remix that entanglement with August. It turned into a song. Yo, these guys, internet is savage. Oh, fam. Like they keep saying, like we keep saying, fam, there's no half time in the game. <laughs> Will thought he had come, Will thought it was full time. Game over. Ah, getting ready I for saw, extra time. I saw this meme. You know those Adidas sliders? Yeah. Those blue ones? Yeah. So yeah. Jada's wearing those those blue sliders with white socks. And someone mm-hmm. circled it and said, dog, she belongs to the streets, man. <laughs> <laughs> like all the signs are there. If you see those sliders, uh, <laughs> that's not your girl, dude. She belongs to the streets. Oh, dude, that was great. That was. I hope Shout it out. opens the floodgates to more stories. I hope. I hope. Like, I want to hear. I want to hear more stories. I'm sure Jada's got more skeletons. I want to hear them. I want to. Hear, this is very entertaining. Yeah, fam. Um, they've 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 done a lot for meme culture, and I salute them. On to what? Yeah. It's it's gonna come out that Will Smith baps Kylie Jenner. What? Listen. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying it's yeah. going to come out because they once dated like the same way that Jada. Um, oh, friends. <laughs> Yo, poor Jaden though. Jaden is on the. Hey, he's so you, he's on the, the 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 worst end of the stick over here. So yeah, Jaden's getting like, all the L's because of his parents. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Jaden is so weird. He's like, listen, you guys aren't gonna discipline me anymore. Cause look at what you're doing. <laughs> Jaden has every right to say fuck you, mom. Now, fam, you see Jaden. Jaden yeah. can, can be like Brad or Chad or Tyler. <laughs> you're like, now, nah, mom, fuck you, you. <laughs> Yo, guys, that hurts. That hurts. 
but it's also really funny. <laughs> um, Alright, onto onto more exciting things that are closer to home. Um, how are you guys with the whole Ngiti thing? What's your vibes? Uh, you know, what he said is right, but also it's expecting a lot from what we know. Like corporate essay won't even touch the Black Lives Matter <coughs> movement. So many people mm. are trying to avoid this whole thing as if it's such a big issue. It's because people don't understand what the Black Lives Matter movement is about. Like they, this whole thing that like a white person's initial response to Black Lives Matter is, oh, all lives matter. When they don't understand, dude, you're just exposing your own ignorance around the situation. Mm. I fucking hate it. I think people are, are, are fucking stupid and they shouldn't be killing him or, 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 or criticizing him in any way. But hey. I close him. What did he say? What did he say? What? Who? You, I'm saying clue us in. Oh. What did he say? Oh, he, he said that, yo, the South African cricket team should, uh, should show support in Black Lives Matter and stand for Black Lives Matter openly, whether it be kneeling before matches or, or doing something. And he got criticized by uh, Dipana and somebody else. They, oh, no, all lives matter. There's farm murders. Only when farm murders stop, then we'll be like, it was, it was so tone deaf. It was, it was, it was actually sick. I really want to speak to some white people and come to, and I, I want someone to explain farm murders to you. Dude, okay, there has been farm murders, but it's at the lowest it's ever been in recorded history. So, what yeah. can. Oh, it's so but, frustrating. I mean, that's kind of my thing. I mean, there have been farm murders, but like, when someone dies in Joburg, no one calls them city murders. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've been murders, and yeah. this was on a farm. Like, I. Right. Yeah. To be honest, also, all, there is only like about 150 to 200 farmers in the entire South Africa, anyway. Mm. So, what? How could you have a genocide with, <laughs> mate, with a small squad like that in, in the first place? Mate, I'm taking my advice from Jesus and Mero, bro. I'm starting a band called White Genocide, bro. It's going to be lit. <laughs> it's going to be lit. We are going to... But, like, what I don't understand is... Okay. Corporate, we all know corporate are weird. But at the point where even the, the Premier League, which we could argue is one is like the biggest sports corporate in the world is like I right, listen it's a young me at the beginning of the game and then like I don't even think because like I don't even think it is like saying yo what we need to do is fire all the white people like no it's just like put a ribbon on a shirt one of the things I did like was a whole bunch of people came like stood behind him and like they made an interesting point about like conservation. Uh where they were like, yo, and the fuck you guys because 
at every turn, you guys have been like arguing about transformation and quotas, and you're like, oh, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. But then, and then when the team does badly, you're like, look, ah, look at what transformation's doing. But when Ndini takes 597 million wickets, it's like, ah, no one speaks about transformation. When, like, when the rugby team, um, puts Khaleesi as captain, it's like, ah, guys, look at transformation. But then, when that same team wins the World Cup, you guys are quiet about transformation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, I know um, uh, Amla, Amla stood with him, and he was like, yo, <laughs> fuck you guys, this, what this guy is doing is legit. So, like, listen to it. Uh, but... Who the f- like fucking hell? Like I d- I don't understand. It's like it's very nice to show optics that oh yes we're proudly South African and but when it actually comes to putting your money where your mouth is ah then it then it's a problem. Um, I was kind of a thing like um, six foot delicious and I were talking the other day and like I genuinely believe white people don't want to be here. I think they must go, fam. No one's fighting for them to be here. This is the thing that's confusing me. Why don't you leave then? Like, the motherland is calling you. Hmm. Go to wherever you want to go. The motherland is calling. Because, like, Netherlands doesn't want them back. Ah, Mm. listen, bro. (laughs) That's because they really enjoy themselves in chocolate. They, like, listen. (laughs) It's so weird, like... Don't don't send the factory rejects back. Send the chocolate. (laughs) Yeah, send them all... the Dutch is like, we sent them down there for a reason. <laughs> the furthest away from us as possible. <laughs> Dude, but like Dutch people, white Dutch people in Holland, the friendliest Europeans ever. Awesome people. The ones that are here in South Africa, ah, they're problematic. Can I tell you why? Why? Drugs. Drugs. Oh. <laughs> You, you, drugs, yeah, make you, you, drugs make you a better person. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> drugs seem to make you a better person because old Fricky and them are very anti drugs, and look at them. Whereas you go to the Netherlands, and they're like, listen, mate, we'll give you an orgy for free. <laughs> That can't be a coincidence. <laughs> have a blunt and chill the fuck out. <laughs> yes, have a blunt. You want some money? Sure, go for it. Go hug a like, like You want that Dutch hair on? <laughs> yeah. Dutch, Dutch white people were so friendly and, and so chill that when they did that whole... You know they had a blackface scandal, right? Oh, swat the beat. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it was, it was like their Santa's little helper. Like it's it's it's, it's something to do oh, with Christmas. Wow. But it was a oh, it was, wow. the characters. The character. <laughs> I don't know how far back in history this goes, but the character was a black guy. And then to celebrate this guy, they paint themselves in blackface. But the thing is, these guys are so friendly and love the chocolate so much. I don't think it was malicious. I just think, hey, it's been tradition for like a thousand years. We're not trying to. It's not the same context, I think, that that mm. America has of blackface. But I, I don't know. They're also think, like, they're also trying to stop it now because, like, they mm. because of exactly that. So, like, 
Yeah. Now, if you go to like the Netherlands, or at least in like Amsterdam, yeah. like in the bigger cities, if you do it, they're like, hey, yo, fam, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know. I think context. Mm. I think context is important there. Hey? I think you know what. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna play out. But if, they, if there's no mal- malicious and it comes from different histories of a place of not, um, not oppression, or not, mm. not in any way, or not like, then is it? Is it? Does it mean the same thing? Or is it just the optics again that is that is messing with people? Mm. Act depends. Um, because okay, it, it, if you're an insular society, then yeah, I can see what you're saying. So if you're like Korea, yeah, and you're like ninety six, ninety seven percent Korean, and and like. You guys speak your own language and like this and there's basically there's no one else there who isn't Korean. Yeah. Then I can understand how yo, you guys because you basically then you grew up in a very Korean bubble. And yeah. so I can understand how like if you guys had a thing with like some kind of blackface thing, then it it had to do with your own sort of like cultural things. But if you're a multicultural society, and like the thing is, the Netherlands kind of always has been like they've yeah. been sort of floating around the world and being a port city, port cities and shit. So like, you are interacting with different cultures, sort of on a just as a as a matter of course. So yeah. I don't think they mean to like I'm also not sure that how they mean it is important especially in a multicultural society again because there are a whole bunch of cultures it's like if they had some wild anti-semitic stuff but they didn't mean it well as soon as you have a bunch of Jews in your society there whether you mean it or not you know can like it kind of it, it becomes less of the point because it's still yeah. it's still shit like and yes some people might some people might feel strongly about it um like we might go there and see Swat Pete and be like haha this is cute um as funny but like other people might not but either way like as I think as long as as long as they've looked at it and said I bro look this this shit is wild whatever we're doing like it was okay at a certain point in time. And I mean, that is what it is. Time moves. So, um, like I'm saying yeah. that, that, that blackface in America, blackface was used to make fun or completely um, sort of distort the image of African-Americans in America mm. by that, that entertainment. So, it, it's that was the case with, with with this netherlands one is it the same sort of thing was it ever a negative situation look i don't know enough about him to 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 like be able to answer if it was a negative or a positive yeah um but yeah i think they should probably leave that shit in in the history books yeah yeah 
because have you seen the celebration on YouTube? It's it's, it's wild. Oh, it is so wild. It looks it's 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 like people clapping. It it looks a bit culty. Oh, it looks slightly culty to be honest with you. But oh snap, they're friendly people. Let's let's hope it stays. Listen, they're friendly. They apparently the world's second tallest people. Who's first? Um, apparently Sudan. Like South Sudan, sorry. They are like apparently the average I was watching something like some dude went to visit like Sudan. He's doing this thing where he goes like he's trying to go to every country in the world. And like apparently the average like height in Sudan is like six three. <laughs> <laughs> like they're massive. Like he was this dude, I think he was like five eleven or something. <laughs> and he met this chick who was like six one, and she was like, "Oh, I'm the shortest of my siblings." And I should you not, she had three brothers. They were all like seven foot, seven <laughs> one, seven. Foot. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> vaguely familiar to me. <laughs> exactly. Sure. <laughs> I was like, and he was yeah, it sounds familiar to me as well because he was also just looking at everyone's chest. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it seems about right. Oh, so yes, if you want tall babies, marry a Sudanese girl. Uh, if you want freaking, no, 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 no. <laughs> Bring that one straight back in. <laughs> Speaking of things that needed to be reined in, let's get, let's get to the main course, champs. <laughs> but I have, like, yo, so yesterday, was it yesterday? Um, yesterday, um, <laughs> Malum Six Foot Delicious calls me and he says, fam, whatever you do, go look for Nick Cannon right now. <laughs> Get on the interview and go find him. <laughs> let me let you take on the story. <laughs> what was I going to find? No, um, yeah, it, it was yesterday. Um. Uh, it, it's, it's one of those things where, um, who is this person who got fired? Oh, it, it's, it's sort of, it's sort of like the, the situation of the, the Miss South Africa candidate who was kicked off the things because Black Twitter went and went into the depths of Black, of Twitter and found racist tweets from the past. So this, mm. the same thing sort of happened. Uh, Nick Cannon had an interview with, uh, uh, let's just say, a neoliberal pan-Africanist. And um, sorry to interrupt. What's the and what are the um, members of the enemy having this interview? And he, it was quite a while ago that he had this interview, and he he said some some things that had like connotations and now Viacom has fired Nick Cannon. But now if you, if you actually listen to the interview, whoa, it is wild what Nick Cannon is saying. Yo, so I'll let you continue from here. It was, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you the excitement. Wait, when Mark Reza said, get on the net, <laughs> go find <laughs> 
Come find the cannon. I was like, I cool. So I first look, I look, um, and like people are saying Nick is fired, but I'm not, and they're like anti-Semitic comments, blah, 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 but no one's telling me what's being said. I'm like, ah, guys, I need you guys. So I look for this episode of the podcast. I don't find it. I eventually, I find the information I'm looking for. Yo, Nick went off, bro. <laughs> like, and also the problem is I heard it, I heard the bits backwards. So one of the things Nick had said was that white people are savages. And I will quote what he said. Because this guy, see, he said white people are savages. And I, like, at first I was like, I mean, yeah, all right, I'm listening. Tell me more. <laughs> um, what did he say? He said, okay, for this quote to make sense, um, he's sort of, the, the theory he's kind of referencing is, um, it's put up by, like, it's from the Nation of Islam, which was, um, is, I mean, they're still around. Um, but, like, I think in the early during like the civil rights era in the States. Um, also the nation of, like, of Islam is wild. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they some wild boys. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> and so what it was, Prof, Prophet Elijah, that's the guy's name. He starts the nation of Islam and it's basically this sort of like um, radical black Islamic sect only, I mean, Islamic, they, they are Islamic, but they're also like they, I mean, if you asked a sort of mainstream Muslim about some of the shit they do, they'd be like, ooh, dicey. Um, and the thing is, the Nation of Islam is very anti-Semitic and very, like very anti-Semitic and very anti-white. Um, and one of the things, so one of the theories of the Nation of Islam is, um, and I think we've probably explained this here before, but essentially that about 6,000 years ago, um, you can see I did my Googles today. <laughs> About 6,000 years ago, this black scientist, all, all, like the human race all started as black. And about 6,000 years ago, this black scientist um, was- Dr. Yakub. <laughs> Dr. Yakub. And you should see the pictures of him. He's drawn with this like big brain, this like giant head. Um, <laughs> Dr. Yakub is doing experiments in the Caucasus Mountains. That's where the people <laughs> make them. That's why they are called Caucasians. Because Dr. Yakub is doing these experiments in the Caucasus Mountains. Um, and he made white people, I think from gorillas. Something, he made white people. It was like an experiment, it went wrong they were um, a degenerate mongrel race. Not my words. Not my words, Viacom. Don't fetch me. <laughs> is is um, he really a doctor, this dude? He doesn't exist, fam. This is not a, this is not a thing. It's just it's like... the nation of Islam. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> He's okay. never existed. This is, not a, this is not a thing. It's just like... It's like, you know how um, in Norse mythology... Thor did X, Y, Z in the third. They're like... He fought a giant snake and then it formed the ocean and yeah. Yeah, so this is their version of an origin story. And like, so he made white people, but because he had made them in caves, they didn't have uh, melanin and the melanin was where we got um, 
all of the good things from. So Nick Cannon says, they're acting out of fear. They're acting out of low self-esteem. They're acting out of a deficiency. He's talking about white people. So therefore, the only way they can act is, is, is evil. They have to rob, steal, rape, and kill in order to survive. So then these people didn't have what we have. And by we, I mean the melanated peoples. And so they had to be savages. And I said, I think you are on the lips, sir. Wow. <laughs> I think you are on the lips, sir. That Nick Cannon interview was with uh, Professor Griff. He was a member of Public Enemy. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, and Professor Griff apparently also said some wild shit, but that's another thing for another day. Um, I mean, that's expected from Public Enemy, no? Yeah. Um, yeah, they were, they, were, they were a bit hectic. So then now Nick is talking about um, Jewish people. And already, like, I don't know where Nick was Wait, this is after through. all the other slander already. <laughs> No, so, I, so I like I'd listen to it backwards. I'd listen to the white people thing second, and then like the Jewish people, because like I listened to the white this thing first, and I was like, maybe he's joking. Because I mean, I've heard this Doctor Yakub thing, and this is why I'd be calling these people Yakub's children. But dear white people, I am fucking with you. It is a joke. The whole story is funny. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> like the whole thing. I like. Because I was talking to someone about that today, like, and they were like, yo, but that's mad risk. I was like, fam, you have to know that obviously I'm joking if I'm referencing a man who made white people in a cave 6,000 years ago. Yes. But anyway, just want the white people to know that before you come steal my things. Um, so, so they're talking about. They're talking, now they're talking about Jews. Oh, yes. Actually, now I found the thing I was looking for. So the dude from Public Enemy, he was actually kicked out of Public Enemy because his shit was too wild, the things he was saying. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. He apparently, in the 80s, he said, "Um, yo, if they kill all, if the Palestinians killed all the Jews, aight, it is what it is. (laughs) And Public Enemy were like, aight, fam. <laughs> you gotta step. You, you gotta leave. <laughs> he, went to, he went to create his own, his own, um, his own group after that. It's like fuck those guys. You guys can't handle. I'm out. So now they're busy talking. And Nick, I don't know why you let yourself get lured into this because <laughs> this was a trap from the beginning. Um, and I don't know. Now they're talking about the Jews. So at which point? Nick starts saying, he starts talking about like um, the, the whole like the Rothschilds and how they control the world and like the Illuminati and how like Jews is like the Illuminati and like um, the 13 bloodlines. I don't even know what that means, but they, that's, that's where they were. They were like, they were like in the weeds somewhere. <laughs> somewhere in the weeds. Somewhere in the weeds, like anytime you're talking about like bloodlines on a pl- public platform, bro, like you, you, you've gone too far. Um, and then he said, Yo, we like black people are the Hebrews, at which point he said, and I quote, What did he say? Um, it's never hate speech, you can't be hate speech, it, you can't be anti Semitic when we are the Semitic people, we being the black people. When we are the same people who they, 
the Jews, I imagine, want to be. It's our birthright. We are the true Hebrews. I, that's why I said I admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to lie to you. <laughs> I admit Listen, bro, you, you are, you, you have dug this hole for yourself. <laughs> you I have thought Mariah was the crazy one. <laughs> bro, and Viacom, quick, fast, and hurry, said, nah, fam. <laughs> nope, no, 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 no. We are done with you. Um, and initially, Nick, initially, Nick didn't want to apologize. He's like, yo, y'all didn't even want to have, like, a discussion with me, blah, blah, blah. Because Viacom were like, nah, fam, we're not, we're not, we aren't entering into yeah. this discussion, actually. Um, but yeah, so Nick is sacked. Fox, Fox are still, Fox, it looks like his show on Fox might still survive. But... Also, Diddy told him, yo, we have, uh, what, Diddy's TV, it's a Revolver oh, TV or Revolve TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he told Nick and yo, fuck these Viacom dudes, pull through. Yeah. So. But you know, the, the thing is, I'm, I mean, even there, like, I mean, Diddy's well known for putting people in, in very interesting contracts. <laughs> but like, <laughs> like, the thing that, the thing that is funny for me is like, Niggas still think Nick Cannon is the dude from Drumline. <laughs> like, they still think like he's he's like that weird, sweet, lovable, slightly cool. Like, what was that movie he was in with um, Eva Mendes? Where she she was he was like a high school student and she was the undercover. Uh, under, un, undercover, undercover. Oh man, that's one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cannon's yeah, yeah. not here for games, eh? He's not your job. That's what I'm saying. That nigga's been wearing that turban for a while now. <laughs> you think? You think? You think? After Mariah told him to hit the bricks, that's when you fucked him up. No, I think it was after, like, because I remember it happened somewhere around the second season of like, um, what's that show Kevin Hart did? Real husband, Real House Husbands of Hollywood. We ah, all of a sudden yeah. like. Nick was wearing a turban and niggas was like, why you got a turban on? He was like, hey, yo, because I'm about that life. What life, Nick? They're like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and then, like, and then, like, I looked through, like, some of the guests he's had on the podcast. I was like, this was bound to happen. This was bound to happen. It was a matter of time. Like, because I kind of, there is a part of me that sympathizes with Nick no white people, I don't agree with him. <laughs> but because he, I see where it's coming from. Um, he's very much into sort of um, black consciousness and the upliftment of black people and blah, blah, blah. And he's, as a result, surrounded or like often in Canon's blood, um, speaks to some people who are about that, but also who are about that in a. In a while. So, I, I think this is where, and you know the, the, the essay cricket thing, I think this is where it comes. These two can sort of tie in. When somebody is for a race or for people who are pro-black or pro-Indian or pro-colored, it's taken as people are anti-everything else. But that's not the thing. Yeah, you you do get those ones who are on the stream edge of where they're pro whatever is anti everything else, 
and maybe mm. this is touching the line of that, but pro-black doesn't mean anti-white or pro-Indian doesn't mean anti-black or pro-color doesn't mean anti, you know? It's, and to be honest with you, I don't think many people realize that. I mean, I think everyone except white people realize that, if I'm honest. I think most people are like, yo, I, like, I, this thing is common sense. But yeah. I think because, because the whites um, are, because of their proximity to power, they're the, I mean, because really what, what anyone is, or what at least they perceive, because really they're the guilty party. And, and they what the they have to lose. Mm, exactly. And so what they, when you say, ah, I'm pro-Indian or pro-Black or pro-whatever, what they perceive is, oh, shit, the chickens are coming home to roost. Like, white mm. people, because they know what they did, they're waiting for the moment when everybody... They're waiting for the Haitian Revolution moment where everybody says, I listen, actually be done with you. <laughs> waiting for the for the third coming of Haile Selassie. Um, um, when niggas like Aki, you can all die and then we will figure this out by ourselves. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, that's why that's why they're crazy, bro. Like and <sighs> shame. Like I really wanted to be on Nick's side. Like, I really, really wanted to be on Nick's side. but <laughs> I honestly thought when, when, when we started this podcast and, and, and we sort of had a quick brief yesterday or was it today about what the topics are, I thought that you were going to take Nick's side. I thought, I thought you were going to come out here and be hot with it. Mate, I'm like, look, I, I, I have many hot takes about the whites. Yeah. Um, many, many, many hot. The other thing is, yo, you have to know when not to drink the Kool Aid. Like, <laughs> well, and you got baked today, <laughs> right? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> this guy was hammered off the Kool Aid. <laughs> he was free basing the Kool Aid <laughs> because, yeah. like, at any point in time, we're like, because I, I generally didn't think, I didn't think anybody believed it. Like the whole like. Dr. Yakub thing. I, I genuinely thought it was just like this fun running joke about um, the nation of Islam. Because like, yo, those niggas are crazy. Um, <clears throat> I blame Nick's editors. Mm. Dude, like nothing just goes into production. Do you know how many editors that shit has to go through? Like someone signed off on that, but like, all right, cool. Product, like, release the content. Hey, this is also true, bro. Mind you, his editors may have said, yo, Nick, are you sure? And he might have been like, listen, I see what I see. <laughs> that is something Nick would do. Just, I said what I said. <laughs> and then, and I really hope he actually did that because then I want the editor to come both and say, listen, this apology is bullshit. This nigga said to me, he said what he said. We asked him. <laughs> we said, are you sure? You know, like when, you know, like when you exit a program and it says, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> Guys, hey. don't drink the Kool-Aid. Or if you're going to drink the Kool-Aid, don't do it in public, bro. Don't do it in public. Like, especially... Someone like Nick has to know that. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, I need to. Oh, Lord. Guys, this might be our last episode. Um, someone <laughs> like. 
has to understand the power structures of the entertainment industry because he has navigated it for years. What he are you saying? To, don't worry about what I'm saying. You, what are I you said saying? What I said, Who are these Nick, power structures do you speak of? I said Nick <laughs> understands the power structures of, of, of his particular industry and he has to know that like these um these these the 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 powers that be in the, the in this situation don't handle antagonism very well. And so don't antagonize them. Them yes, the powers that be. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Just, just, just clarity, just for clarity. Yeah, yeah just it's the powers that be. I don't know who they are. Uh, they, they just they be powers. That's what I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I know. They be powers. Um, and then the funny thing about it is because like I'm watching some people who were like, "Yo." Um. Because first, some people were like, yo, I don't even know if that's anti-Semitic. And that brought up an interesting conversation. Because... Is heebie-jeebies anti-Semitic? No, right now, I'm trying to be very careful. So I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know anything about heebie-jeebies, bro. I just get scared. (laughs) That's that's what I do. I... I'm not trying to get. I will slander white people forever. Yeah. But the powers that be, like let's let's not be blasphemous. <laughs> um, what does I say? Oh yes, so people like yo, but that's not anti-Semitic, and it brought up like a whole lot of other things. Um, where people like yo, how come whenever you say anything about Jews, it's anti-Semitic, but um. Like, even if it's, like, something, like, yeah, it was something like, how come you can't say anything about Jews without it being anti-Semitic? And Charlemagne made a very interesting point. Um, and he said, you, and it's a thing we always say, like, to white people, but he's like, you can't tell the people who are the victims of the thing how to view the thing. So you can't, you, we can't be the people telling Jews what is anti-Semitic. Like they're the ones who will tell us. Well, yeah, it's like it's like who who can and can't say the N word. Mm. Mm. And like, but who, also the like yeah. Semitic in terms of Semitic, it's not just Jewish people though. It's also Arabic people and Aramaic people, and mm. it's, it's an it's a region, it's an area. It's not it's not oh just Jewish people. Oh. Yeah. See, now that part, I didn't know. Expound upon your... Uh, expound upon that, please. So, Semitic so, so, so or anti-Semitic, it's, it's literally a region and a dialect. So, it's sort of, back in the day, this region and dialect came from the same area in the Middle East. So, it's sort of the middle section and northern section of what Saudi Arabia is now. Mm-hmm. 
So if literally all the dialects and all the, all the cultures and religions that came from that region are Semitic people. It just happens that um, Israel is like smack dab in the center of that. And therefore it's now, oh, if you're anti-Semitic, you're anti-Jewish people. But no, it's, it's, it's if, you, if you come from a um, uh, Arabic and if you come from Aramaic and, and also Hebrew, all of that is included in, in, in being Semitic or anti-Semitic. It's not just Jewish people. Oh, snap. Okay. Yeah. Swear. See, guys, you learn shit on this podcast. Don't pretend like we just like it's like we just a couple of crazy drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset. Yeah, I wish I was a bit a bit tipsy right now. I'm, I'm dry as fuck. Yeah, listen, it's it's these are these are humbling times. Um, I I'm starting to think that I'm getting very I'm starting to get very autocratic vibes from this whole situation. What do you mean? Like, it just feels like we are one or two steps away from fascism and how fascism always starts is, yo, we're just doing something for the greater good. And so sort of under this sort of cloak of, yo, listen, we're just doing this because, you know, we've got to look after everyone. We're just doing this for the greater good. Like, we're going to, because like, even with these regulations, they're like, they're enacting laws based on this. Like, actual laws that whether or not this is here will still be there. They, yeah, they're looking. They're looking at like increasing alcohol tax and tax, as well as increasing the drinking age. I mean, not even that. Like, just governmental powers, like state powers, are like this. This is now a precedent for them to say, "Oh, look, we can, we can do this." There isn't a long step between here and going, like how okay we we've we've got the state of emergency right and we keep extending the state of emergency because it's it's for our own for our own good um but there's no check or balance to say but is it it's just the government it's just them deciding like there's no one saying is there a different way to do this it's just them saying okay no cool this is what we'll do um I agree there, with you. Like, I suspect that, that the numbers of, of, of infections or cases in South Africa would have increased to the same rate. I don't know. I don't have my facts. I don't have the facts yet. Increased to the same rate or just as quickly or just as rapidly with or without the alcohol. What yeah. evidence do they have that alcohol affected these numbers in any way? Well, and part of the thing, because like, the whole thing was like, yo, yeah, but like now... Um, alcohol is taking up bed space, like alcohol related um, things are taking up bed space. Um, but okay, so what does a curfew have to do with that? Like, and also, why is why are the only two options for it to be legal or for it to be illegal? Like, why can you not just regulate it more and say, okay you can't buy more than a certain amount of alcohol or um if you are out if you're driving at night because like 
one of their whole things was like, oh, you know, but people drinking and driving. It's like, if you're driving at past a certain time and you have any alcohol on your breath, then that's like a sentence. Why? Like, there, this is a group of allegedly very smart people who can only find one solution. And, and again, then besides that, my, my big worry is once this is over, the sort of the structures to surveil us, um, like all this contact tracing stuff. Yeah. This is like they, they're, they're putting in the infrastructure to be able to surveil you hectically. And we also know that the ANC is a government that enjoys a good bit of murder. <laughs> like, you know? They love offing people every now. <laughs> so that makes contact tracing especially scary. Um, like, and what happens then if, now that they have all of this state power that they've given themselves, how do you take it back away from them? Even, even more so, let's say all the rules that, that have been implemented or signed off under national emergency can only be applied under a national emergency. The question becomes then, what stops the government from, from re-categorizing re a time as a national emergency just for shits and giggles? Yeah, exactly. I mean, dude, this thing happened, this, this, this happened with the states after 9-11, like where, yeah. like 9-11 happened and they said, oh my God, guys, it's crazy. Terrorists, let's put in the Patriot Act. Um, let's put in a whole bunch of other things. And that's how, like, all this big data stuff happened. That's how, like, all those privacy ha things happened. That's how, what was that other thing where, the, where they have, like, two types of internet now that they just passed? Um, oh, what was it called again? Uh, net neutrality. Yes, yes. Mm. Mm. That that sort of provided the platform for them to do net neutrality shit. Um, and all of it is based off, oh, no, guys, look, we were just trying to protect you from terrorists that they never found. Then they had to, in well, they found one guy like 20 years later in a cave somewhere. I, I think what I figured out about Americans is that the need for them as a society to feel special is also reliant on them having an enemy. And if they're not in a direct hot war with somebody, that takes away that ladder of them feeling special and then they just decide to fight each other. Mm. So if you don't have a war, it becomes a civil war. And then, oh, if someone's always trying out there to get me, oh, the communists are after me. Oh, but realistically, nobody gives a fuck about America. Not really. But tell um, Americans that, and they have a fit about it. Yeah, but that's because they're big children. They're like, literally, fat children. <laughs> All of them. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know, that's my, that's my big worry, like, yeah. Because I'm even looking at it, and I'm like, yo, okay. Other people have worse COVID numbers than us, but they're like allowed to like do things with their lives. Like, and I'm not saying, like my point there is not to say, oh, we should just say fuck all the old people and you know, 
Woohoo, let's let's let everyone die. But like, how is it British people can travel? They're supposed to be like the worst off place in the like one of the worst off places in the world. And how they do you can know travel. Um I was talking to Passport Girl. She's on her way to Montenegro. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I was telling I was telling to an aunt of mine, uh, and she 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 all she chats to us quite a bit and she knows the regulations in South Africa. She lives in uh in 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 London and she says that they didn't even touch as strict as a lockdown as we have here. Mm. Not at any point. Even when, when their numbers were rising crazy, they didn't even they didn't even lock down like we did. Mm. And my thing is Imagine those people with all those numbers can travel to other places. Those countries where yeah. they're traveling to are also going to look there and say, okay, these weird, sick people, blah, blah, blah. But yet they figured a way out. They're like, all right, cool. Maybe we just put in some precautions and then everybody goes on about their lives. But here we're like, no, what we should do is live in a police state. Now, okay. I know Gareth Cliff said something very similar to this uh, not too long ago, oh. like, like what's oh. actually happening. And okay. I understand what you're saying, but also that's very utopian in the sense that you're expecting all adults in any group of adults to all act and behave physically, emotionally as adults with common sense. In that not at all. That would not at all. Remember, we, we, there's dumb as people out here who, given the choice, will not wear a mask and go to the shopping center and then be shocked when the entire family gets COVID. It's, I, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 so in a, in a situation where you can't control the, the, the few who will ruin it for everybody else, you have to control everybody. Because how do you identify them to control the few? Idiots. No, you. That's the thing. You don't, because I'm not. No, I'm not saying everyone must act like that. Everyone is going to act like that. You're right. People are stupid, but people have been stupid even now. Like during this whole lockdown, people have been stupid. It hasn't changed shit. Like just be like when when it was level four lockdown, people were walking around without masks. Cyril wasn't saying anything about masks then. He's now started saying it now. Yeah. Like when it was when it was level four, level five lockdown, because like one of the things they're saying is, oh my God, you see, and the problem with alcohol is that people beat their wives. Domestic abuse went up. Yeah. While we were locked down. Like what I'm saying that this is clearly not, one, not the only way we can do it. Like we, the government seems to have this idea that like the only there is one way and i'm saying that's just not true there is an entire planet of examples of different ways to do this um and second we have to decide what how what kind of a country you want to be because the choices we make now will bite us in the future and it's all good and well for us to say and that that's the problem that's how fascism starts it starts by saying the the greater good it starts by saying yo listen if we just control everybody like this blah 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 yeah. but and that's fine like and in that moment it makes sense 
But also, you can that moment what you want. If you can't enforce it, then it's pointless. Yeah. So the only thing I think the government can enforce, and to be honest, with you, I don't even think they can enforce this curfew. The only thing they can enforce is because there's a supply chain link to it, is the alcohol. So I think knowing that, yo, dude, we can't enforce any of the shit we're saying, then alcohol is the only thing we can do. So let's do it. But I think that's a very lazy way of doing things. But that's, that's my point. It's lazy because also, I mean, look, if you're looking at a thing where you're putting in draconian laws, but you can't enforce them, should your thought not be, okay, how do we... Because the whole point of a democracy is compromise. Because compromise more often than not makes things better enough for everybody involved. Now, like, I hate this idea that, like, this, like, sort of false dichotomy that people, like, draw up, like, oh, it's the economy or it's lives. Like, those two things are linked. Yeah. Like, and... So you going out and shutting down in a country that has, that long before COVID had a very bad unemployment problem, you going and shutting down entire industries. It's 29.1%. Mm. It's, it's, there you go. Th- almost what? Almost 30% of the country is unemployed. And then you go off and shut down an entire industry on a whim. Yeah. As, like aside from all the scary shit about like state power, that just doesn't make sense. But okay, I, I do understand the unemployment thing, but there is also cases about not shutting down or sh- not shutting down early enough. If you look at the US now, there's some states who didn't shut down at all, and people are falling like flies, my guy. And the thing is, with when it comes to population size, population size at a point goes up. And so does the increase of unemployment and so does the increase of poverty. But then it reaches a point where um, because of the amount of people, the amount of spending that's happening, the economy then catches up and starts to grow in line with the likes of the population. That happened with China, that happened with India, it's happening with Indonesia now. So when people say, oh, South Africa's overpopulated, such bullshit. We have three times the landmass of Italy and a smaller population than Italy. So I think we, we can't afford to lose any more, more people as an economy, especially emerging markets. Fair. I, I mean, I don't think we should be losing people just as a general thing. Um, but I mean, to use the States as an example, the States is actually the perfect example because they have, like Florida is on the one end of the spectrum in terms of stupidity. Because they have just been stupid. Like, that doesn't... What, what, what they're doing doesn't make sense. Um, but you also have places like um, New York. Who, and they did shut down. They did lock down. Yeah. And they still didn't do it as insanely as we did. Yeah. And they're reporting... I think, like, a couple of days ago, they reported, like, zero new cases for the first time. Yeah, but that was like and 200 days into the thing. That's fine. But like, I'm saying even in their 200 days of lockdown, they did not lock down the same way we locked down. Yeah. Um, and my point is that there are, there, is a, there, there are different ways to do it. Like this idea that we 
oh, we only have to do it this way is ridiculous to me. Like, it doesn't make sense. And yes, that is my rant on the evil of the state. Also, the state is just generally evil and we should burn all of them down. Shout outs to Anarchy. <laughs> anyway, chaps. <laughs> I have always but, wanted to throw a spear through a person. That's always like a thing. I mean, I'm not sure we're talking about the same types of anarchy now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you you can you can do you, sir. You can do you. Um, you can throw a spear through a person, but then don't be don't be surprised when someone else chucks a spear at you. Though. No, of course you can't. You if, if you've got to take it. It's like jokes. If you can't take jokes, you can't throw jokes. It's 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 one of those things. Oh yes. Speaking of, before we go, this is why I wanted to slander white people. White people, y'all need to grow some thick skin. Like, dude, um, I was I was having a conversation. I won't make the blog hot for this person, but I had a conversation with um this other white gentleman and he was telling me yo you know oh my god the problem is like i mean imagine if like how come um the wayne brothers could do whiteface i'm like bitch listen here y'all had many hundreds of years to get your jokes off and let me tell you you did you did i was watching um sort of like all those like american pie not another teen movie all that shit i was like yo y'all got your jokes off well done it's my turn now. I'm going to laugh at you. I'm going to laugh at you all day long. Every day. And you just, you, you're going to take these jokes. Yep, that was me. No, <laughs> you ended that sentence weird. I thought you were going to continue into something. Else. <laughs> yes. No, no seriously. And uh, do you want to like normalizing talking about race? Is something that I know you talk to white people about race, it's like the glitch. It's like it's like you just hit their hard reset button. It's it's, it's so weird. <laughs> and and can be very entertaining. Because mm. mm. they're guilty. Because they're guilty. <laughs> We're gonna have one of those kangaroo courts like Bane did. Oh my god, how much fun would that be? Like you just like set up like a little courtroom table in your garden and then just like round up random white people and like be like yo listen guilty <laughs> like you bring them up on like fake <laughs> like as a prank show like you just you have like a sort of table like a court like a fake courtroom full of black people you like kidnap some white people off, off like the streets bring them to this court and like accuse them of like wild shit and then they're like, no, no, listen, I'm not racist, I promise. Blah, 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 blah. You're like, guilty. It's like, it's like fake taxi for outing racism, though. Yes. <laughs> that uh, could be a plan. I, I miss when fake taxi was real. What do you mean you miss when fake taxi was real? Like, or at least when they put more effort into the acting. Oh. Okay. Like, there was a time where, like, you could believe that actually this may have happened. Ah, no. 
Yeah, now they got porn stars, so it's like it's not believable. Mm. And they just like yeah, they get in and they're like, Woohoo! Oh my gosh, sir. <laughs> and you're like, I right, bro, like I really but then again, I was someone was also telling me fake taxi might be a little rapey if you think about the concept. And I was like, I don't go watch by pornography to think about things. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know, sleeping with the right head. Yeah, like, mate, why are you, why are you ruining fake taxi for me? That is a slippery, slippery slope. Right, like, dude, don't make me think about rape when I'm trying to watch my porn. <laughs> Bruh. Anyway, we have been here for a long time now. Yes, yes. My ninjas. My ninjas, um, let's not do too many sober podcasts. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed the conversation, but I, I do like being drunk. Do you know, that was my plan. Like, I had deliveries scheduled for Tuesday. They literally, as Cyril announced his announcement, the very next hour, I get an email. Sorry, your orders have been cancelled. I... <laughs> So bleak. What should he announce? He announced that liquor's liquor of immediate effect will be banned. Mm, he said it's illegal now. Exactly. <laughs> As my watch says, twenty one fifteen. He literally said, "Go." <laughs> and they had the whole fucking supply. And niggas were sour. I was in like a diary <laughs> meeting. I was at a diary meeting on Tuesday and people were sour. They were like, oh my God, my online order. I didn't even. <laughs> I'm one of those people, bro. Yo. Yeah, yeah, they were saying the same thing. They were like, man, I just got this email. I, the one lady said, I found out, because she didn't watch the thing, she said, I found out when I got an SMS from Standard Bank that said, <laughs> it said Norman Goodfellow's going to send her her money back. We were like, I right, bro. Tickle <laughs> was like, listen, we're not sending you your order. They didn't even tell me, yo, okay, when it's reopened, we'll give you your liquor. They said, okay, no, we're cancelling your order. Take your money back. I go and go check. It's not, oh, you can take your money back. Is Oh, here's this amount of store credit. <laughs> the motherfuckers, eh? Uh, yeah, listen, it's wild in the street. Um, also, like, the government must be careful. The natives are restless, bro. Like, niggas aren't going to put up with this shit much longer. The poorest. Mates, the poorest. I feel so bad for people in the tourism industry, bro. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Like things have been rough. Um yeah. Also, also how do you like how like I, I've spoken to, to, to people who live in the likes of Alex and live in Timbisa and they they tell me like dude lockdown doesn't exist for them. It never nothing's changed in their lives. Mm. So how do you how do you how do you lock it down? How do you 
Well, I mean, that's been the thing, the question since the beginning. Like, how do you social distance in a township? How do you, yeah. how do you do anything? <laughs> <laughs> how do you I social mean, distance when it's like 16 niggas sharing one room? Exactly, right? This is the thing. And the, sa- the same people, they're going to jump into, you're going to jump into a taxi, taxi st- industry still operates. You're going to meet so many people from so many different parts of uh, Johannesburg or, or, the, or South Africa. <laughs> Take it back to your to your to your same place within the sixteen cats in, in, in one place. None of the regulations stop any of those levels of, of, of happening. So that begs the question, these numbers would have increased whether you stop liquor or not. That's Didn't the also, taxi industry yep. get a one point two billion Rand bailout? Fuck's sake. Yeah, they got a huge bailout. Cause let me tell you, there's nothing, there's nothing realer than some taxi nigga, bro. Like, <laughs> nothing realer than some taxi nigga. Cause like at first they said, "Nah, fam, we want a bailout." Um, and the government, I think, was like, "We'll give you." I think they said like a couple of hundred mil, and they were like, "Nah, we want a billion." The government was like, "Nah, you're not getting it." The taxi driver was like, "You're never gonna give me." You're not. You're not gonna give me. You will never give me. Mate, they got, they got Figilin Balula out of his house. They made him go to the taxi rank to talk to those niggas. They said, you will never give me. Did you see you will never give me. Talking about power, power of taxi drivers, which was nine nine, the last episode. Oh, shit, yes. Joop Joop goes to the taxi rank to go fetch the dude who's cheating. Okay, don't tell me anymore. I'm going to go watch it now. It's for our listeners. It's for our listeners. The taxi driver driver stopped him and the whole crew with Shambox are like, where are you going? No, you're not coming to our taxi rank. We're busy here. Don't come here with your cameras to come stop our shit. And they chased him with Shambox from the taxi rank. Him and the girl. Wait, are you finished? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> no, me, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not spoiling. Um, in fact, but I listen, guys. It's been an hour and a half. Um, so on that note, that's been part time alcoholics. Please fuck off. <laughs> oh no! Don't do that. Oh no. You're still recording, mate. I know. <laughs> I suspect his alcohol ban is going to be.